All right. Hello and welcome to Above the Clouds, the Angel City podcast with two homies from the upper deck. I'm Jeremy Rist. I'm Kyle Scoble, and we take you through all the team's undefeated streaks because we're up to nine freaking games. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, we're an un- undefeated uh, <laughs> podcast coverage. This is our world. Yeah. This is our world right now, and I am perfectly okay with it. <laughs> nine games, man. Nine games. Against some good teams. Yeah. Um, These are teams that used to give us a lot of trouble, man. I mean, obviously, we'd never beaten the rain before. And they've kind of smacked us around. It's not just like we haven't beaten them. They've beat us pretty bad a couple times. Yeah, they got us real real good sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is is quite the difference. Um, To start out early, you know, get an early goal against them. Mm -hmm. A pretty Um, sick goal, too. Yeah, really, really good goal. Um you know, they were the one with the with the goalie making an error, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Feels nice. Which felt nice. I, did you think she could have saved the second one that we had too? Well, it hit her hands for sure. So like yeah. the question kind of becomes like that's just a reaction save thing. I can't really maybe we'll 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 probably pull it up, but Yeah. It's hard. It's so close, right? Yeah, like, she hit it hard. <laughs> she she got it clean. Yeah, you know, um, so yeah, it's tough, but at the same time, it's kind of like if you get hands on it. And who who was she? I mean, Dicky. I I guess like in the press conference, they were talking about how they've been playing all three goalies this year for the rain. So, yeah. and I was surprised not to see Tullis Joyce. I think that's their normal. Yeah, that's that's who I was expecting. I was not aware that they were rotating even a third in. Um, yeah, that's wild. I mean, that uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. I'm like, dude. Their coach blew it. Like, have we been able to do? Have we been able to do that and say this, like, on this podcast? Like, dude, terrible call. You know, I mean, like, Clearly. she came out on the first goal too, and just like not only whiffed. whiffed and didn't get the person, and you know, I mean, although I guess that's an obvious red, so maybe you don't want to. Um, yeah, that's always you know, the question contact, there. But first half, I feel like you kind of you can't do the red. Second half, yeah. maybe. Yeah, but. Um, but oh my god but yeah I mean just don't come out or do come out but I mean she just got it all wrong you know mm-hmm. um, and then that pass from Camberos I thought maybe you know from our seats looked like maybe she was going to try to shoot that so I thought at first it was like a shank but then it was a pass that was like kind of perfectly Perfect. weighted for Lebahan <laughs> to just like dunk it you know it was totally like a behind the back alley you play where you're like wait what, what are they doing and it's yeah. like oh shit <laughs> yeah I love it man the and one finish too you know yeah. it was like and the foul um but I mean like her touch around Canberra's touch around the keeper was great also yeah. we we cannot forget the hockey assist from Hammond Hammond was involved yeah. in both of our goals yeah, from like yeah. a, a deep line Huge. center mid. So like that's pretty cool. Yeah, against her former team. Former so team got to feel you good. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the ball through to Camberos was great. We we held the ball. We we brought it back. She played her through. Um, so that was cool. That was a really cool goal. Um, yeah, that was awesome to see. Place went nuts for it. Yeah, we were we were hype. Um, and yeah and I guess another talking point would be that their starting lineup was pretty stacked with World Cup players I mean no Heitzema and and Quinn I think are Canada Um, Lavelle Sonnet Cook Huerta Mm -hmm. all US then Rapino comes on so that's 
What's that's five? They have six, US. I think. Six. They also have Cook. Yeah, Cook for the for the, for the U.S. Um, I, I thought I read that they have six because they have four U.S. players and and then two Canadians. Okay. Pino, Cook, Sonnet, Lavelle, Quinn, Huertema. Huerta. Huerta. Wait, seven? I think they have seven players from the World Cup. Um, Bro, I think they had five players in the U.S. Wow, I did not realize that. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. Is is the <laughs> point here? Um, and uh, and we just had Thompson. Um, Ertz is is chilling. Mia. Um, and uh, who else? Did, and then Endo was on the bench. Riley was and in the in the World Riley. Cup. Um, but Riley didn't make it out of group play. Yeah. So she she came back kind of as early as you could, but still, mm-hmm. but still, that's world travel. Yeah. Um, and definitely like particularly emotional for a host player, I bet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like captain of the New Zealand. Pretty team, sure. I think. Pretty yeah. sure being a captain of a host nation's a pretty big emotional deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so they they had a lot of firepower that they were coming into this game with. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think if I remember correct, I would say the first five to ten minutes did kind of feel like they were you know, in possession a lot. I felt like they were kind of jumping on us a little bit early, but um, the goal kind of shifted things and then we kind of gained traction on the game. Um, What do you think overall of like the lineup and the shape and and what do you... uh, I mean, I think we are in that three-back world now. I mean, absolutely when we have the ball, we go to three-back. Riley pushes totally up into the midfield and Mm -hmm. and MA kind of tucks in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I really like that. I think defensively, we kind of turned into a 4-4-2 where the wingers check way back and then Savannah kind of goes up and becomes a second forward with Leibahan mm-hmm. on, on defense, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I like that. Um, We're listed a solid. as a 4 2 three, one. Right, um, yeah. And I think that's kind of the in-between, you know, of, yeah. of those two. And it's like, we're obviously not always going to be uh, three back when we have the ball. It's like when we have the ball long enough and we can do it and it makes sense. So, yeah. um, but that was cool. You know, you could, you could really see it um, and you could really feel it today. Uh, yeah, and again, having two uh, more defensive minded midfielders, the, what the two represents there of the four, yeah. two, three, one, um, mm-hmm. it always just makes for a more stout defensive team. I think, you know, um, exactly. versus the, the four, three, three, that just sometimes it's kind of like, who's, who's going to be back there as a midfielder that's like kind of really positioned to be hunkering down and actually playing defense. But I think it's pretty clear with this formation set, who's going to be doing that. Exactly. And it works because it's like, okay, so when you go to three backs, where, where's the space? The space is now out wide because you don't have two outside backs. Right. And so when you can put two defensive mids in front between one of the center backs or one of the center mids on that side, someone can go wide and the defensive mid can drop in if they need, or the other center backs just come back across and you still have two people in the center. So keeping that second set defensive center mid, I think is what's really making it work. Yeah. And I think this is a tweed advancement mm-hmm. um, without a and, doubt. and something to kind of note of like the um, tangible difference between her playing style and um, Freya's with the, yeah. you know, we were hardcore four, three, three, under Freya and now it's four two three one. It has definitely changed and and yeah, and I think 
you know, again, like even watching it in the World Cup, like the three back systems are are fun to watch and a lot of really good teams are going to it. In the words of Will Ferrell and Zoolander, so hot right now. So hot right now. Um, but jokes aside, seriously, I, I fully agree. I think um, it's a really interesting time to try it in the women's sport because you kind of, everyone's talking about, oh, the tactics, the tactics. And it's like, the World Cup was a very awesome tournament with a really high quality. And uh-huh. some teams came in that not everyone expected to do well, and they played some really good countries to the, to the death. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to see, and it's cool to see teams trying it. And you saw successful teams trying it too, mm-hmm. and like particularly Japan, doing like a three four two one. Yeah, um, love it. And Endo looking like a boss in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> particularly, yeah. Um, but I totally agree. I think it's what our roster is also built for. We have a yeah. lot of good center backs. We have a lot of good attackers. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And when you do this three back you can prioritize center backs and you now get an additional attacker up the field naturally, which is where our roster is heavy. Pretty crazy too, that um, Nielsen didn't get the start in this game. Yeah. Um, Wondering what's up with that. But I mean, again, like Reed, I always feel very confident with her back there too. I'm not, not too worried about that. Um, And this is why the three back system can work. We have four quality center backs. Sure, yeah. So you could keep them fresh. I liked yeah. actually Becky made mention of that in the um in the presser where she was talking about how like this team isn't like an eleven person team and you know, like people on the bench know that they're gonna play a role and be asked, you know, a lot of, of as well. And like that's that's a good spot to have the team at, you know. Like I, I think I don't know, I, I felt like under Freya it wasn't more it wasn't so much like we had a bench, but it was kind of just like the subs didn't really feel like they would elevate mm-hmm. the game so much. And I mean, yesterday we brought Endo in, Katie Johnson in, Jasmine Spencer in. It didn't <laughs> right. feel like there was... It wasn't no like drop subs, off. Yeah, no, no drop-off. If anything, it was elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so I, I was very nervous at the end with uh, the amount of space Spencer was giving Rapino, but she made a couple yeah. crunching tackles. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, I was like whispering to to Jess and Sammy. I was just like, if if Rapino wants to do some epic shit, having like a converted forward on her side, like defending her, is kind of setting up this storyline in a in a pretty nice way for her. Good start. Yeah, um, she's like, I think I'll take that. Um, yeah. But no, nah, but Jazz held it down and played strong. And I don't know if you remember like a couple episodes back when I was like critical of our fans for like booing our team for trying to do time wasting. But I feel like it it was very much the opposite of this game mm-hmm. yesterday. Like people were really cheering for just clearances, like really getting behind the team. Like it kind of felt like our fans recognized the moment and kind of knew that we really, really needed this win. (laughs) And so we were going to cheer for just like clearances, you know, even if it was kicking the ball out of bounds, it was like, we're saving this win. Um, And uh, did you get that sense too? I felt like people were adequately reading it, you know, without a doubt too. And it was like particularly cool too. Cause it's, you know, I mean, outside of the PK, they didn't have a ton of like really great chances. Yeah, there's a PK and, s- and then maybe the the cross shot that yeah. um, almost chipped uh, from yes. Puerta. I was like pretty nervous about that. It was a good save yes. from Didi. 
No, for oh. sure, for sure. Um, but like outside of those two, it wasn't a ton, right? No, and they so, weren't really peppering us. I'm I'm sure the stats would reflect that too. Let's see. Um, and like the crowd oh. was just yeah. yeah. They had 14 shots. That's actually kind of a lot. But how many on target? Three. Um, Only three. three on target. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. We had three on target too. And they're only, um, in Fop Mob. they're only rated as having one big chance, whatever that is. Um, we had two big chances. Yeah, we did. So, yeah. So 14 total shots with one big chance. Is, and we had five total shots with two big chances. So we're, yeah. we, were, we were more lethal. Um, but did I cut you? What were you saying? Um, oh, I was finishing up with the fans. Um, it wasn't like butt clenching, cheering because it's like we last gasp cleared it. It was like let's go, we got this. Yeah, yeah there was totally. a confidence in it, um, and I think yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, totally. Because um, it like, <laughs> in a weird way, it was kind of a nonchalant win, in a in a in a weirdly cool way. No, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was chill. And yeah, I I was I felt that way too. Even going into it, like I was just so excited to be back in the stadium. It yeah, had first been a off, while. Excited to be back. Yeah, it was awesome to be back. And and like you know, went with Jess and my friend Sammy, and so we were just kind of like having a good time, you know. But it's also like a Sunday evening, so it's not not one of these kind of like turn up heavy games or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just going to kind of like chill in the beautiful stadium and like watch the game and see. You know, but it, yeah, it had a lightness to it. Um, and I think the early goals, getting up to nothing really kind of helped that mood. Um, yeah. But yeah, the team the team looked ready to go too. You know, I think they responded. Definitely. Definitely. Um, trying to think what else kind of stood out to me from this game. Um, Sarah Gordon being an absolute yeah. beast. I mean, uh, she's like got to be from first her. name written down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's very much solidified herself. Um, Alyssa was kind of quiet. I also think, you know, we we had a moment that we've probably never seen in club history, which was McCaskill getting subbed off for yeah, the purposes wow. of, I think, not being really that effective. Like For sure. Um, right? Was that your read yeah. on that too? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, her rating is the lowest on the team. What's, what's on she get? Mob. 6-6. Yeah. Yeah. DD's 6-6 as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I. it's hard because it's like McCaskill did have a good uh, like World Cup break when we were playing. Right. But at the same time, there's a lot of games where she's just not effective. Yeah. And then and, and that's fine. But what Freya never did was sub her off. Yeah, exactly. You know? So like, okay, so you're not you're not having the day you know, Emsley can come and get these minutes. Like Spencer can get these minutes. Endo can get these minutes. Like we have other good players. So we never, you know, we were over reliant on her. Um, And I think even with a player like her who is good, but you know, everyone needs to be pushed. Mm -hmm. So if you know that the consequences for not playing your best or not impacting the game enough are that you get subbed out. Maybe we see that she, she goes a little harder next game. You know I mean? If you have a totally. strong coach who's not afraid of people, you know, they might yeah. be able to make those calls when, when other people won't. Totally. Totally. We'll see who actually subbed on for her. Um, um it was LaRue Sid came on LaRue. from McCaskey because McCaskey yeah. is a forward. <laughs> <laughs> proof. Then we have proof. our we have proof. The proof. She's a fucking forward. 
Um, <laughs> oh, but she she gets subbed off at the 87th. That is kind of she, she basically late. played the whole game. It is um, a little late. So yeah. Um, okay, so here's one thing I will say, and I, I don't even know if this is necessarily a bad thing, but um, I am surprised at how Emsley has not really come back into the roster despite being healthy or like the starting lineup, I should say. I mean, I think the reason for that is that Camberos is growing into the slot yeah. that Emsley once kind of had and occupied. Uh, where On I mean, right yeah, there, there was a stretch where Emsley was kind of like our best player. Totally. Um, and I think yeah. up until this game, for sure, she le- leads the team in XG. But I don't even. I think I like her mentality though, and I feel like totally. she carries herself like a pro. So I think she kind of knows that. Well, you know, Camberos is having her moment and, you know, if Emsley's going to get on the field, she might need to kind of find different ways to do different things. I mean, she was employed yesterday as kind of like a defensive substitution, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if I totally agreed with that, but, you know, she she does work hard and will work hard and, and, and will run and get stuck in and everything. She's just kind of on the smaller side. Um yeah, but, you know, she is a pro. And so I also kind of trust her judgment, you know, as far like, I feel like she would come and, and be able to help see the game out. And, mm-hmm. but it was, it seemed kind of like a little bit more offensive sub than we would maybe want to see there. But I'm pretty sure her instructions were, you know, obviously like see this game out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. And then still no Henri. Yeah, still no Henri, but I thought yesterday oh, probably would have been a good one for her right? Um, to come in and just get some tackles in. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, what, what I'm saying is maybe Henri instead of Emsley. You know what I mean? Like an 87th minute sub. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Who Emsley came on for Camberos, right? I mean, yeah. um, maybe that's kind of like for like and just some fresh legs, but um, I guess you didn't want to pull off Hammond and you didn't want to pull off Weatherholt who Weatherholt with a 7.8 inexplicably a uh, higher number than Hammond with the hockey assist and, and goal <laughs> and a higher, higher number than Camberos with a 7.6 uh, Weatherholt out here with a 7.8 um, Labon rock, rocking the 8.4. Yeah. Um, she did she got, play re- really well, she but did. Um, I think she also got player of the match. Okay, cool. Yeah, good for her. Um, uh, finished her mm-hmm. chance for sure, and um, I didn't remember too much, too much else from. Oh, well, I guess she got a goal and assist because she was the one that played the free kick um, into True. Madison Hammond. So she dropped that in pretty perfectly. Um, that was a good take. Yeah, yep, really good. You're take. right. So she got a goal yeah. and an assist. Yeah, so um, that'll get you the eight point four. That does it. Sure, sure does. Sure um, does. And yeah, solid game from Reed. I did see her awkwardly like trip and slip over the ball at one point, but I think she was just like a little too close to Rapino and got caught in the aura. Um, it happens. And, you know, just went down hard. We were like, oh. <laughs> um, no, she she pretty, she slotted in like pretty seamlessly though. Well, it, and let's, let's do this. Let's go over their PK because I kind of yeah. felt like that was soft as hell. Um. Yeah. If uh if you have the video highlights pulled up, um they get their PK it, at the seventy second minute. Yeah, it's three twenty three twenty five in the video, essentially. Um 
So Rapino cuts it back. Camberos comes comes into the play. And like kind yeah, of doesn't what? want to go in from behind. And like didn't really. And like barely yeah. made contact. And then everyone stops playing. And then the ball goes. And then like a second person goes yeah, down. Yeah, it's the second play. That's where it gets kind of awkward. But I just, I mean, the thing is like, we can't, uh, all 11 of us out there are just walking around and like protesting a call that hasn't yeah. been made. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, They're turning and looking. Everyone's turning and looking and like putting their hands up. Even people who didn't even make the potential foul are putting their yeah. hands up like we didn't foul and like just clear the ball, you know? And somehow somebody else takes out a second player who like, you know, the rain didn't, didn't stop playing. Yeah. Well, and the replays are only showing that first contact, not the second. So I wonder if it is the call on Camberos for the PK. Yeah, it's hard to really know, but um, yeah, without even without getting too much into into that or whatever, just definitely like a little lackadaisical there, and yeah. and not like you know the the whole team can't be chilling. Like you got to play play to the whistle or whatever. You know, it's totally like, totally that was the, definitely a definitely a momentary lapse. Um, and then I do think that's a savable PK too. Mm-hmm. Um, that was low Probably and is. not super hard and, um, you know, not really tucked, like it's not hitting the post and going in. It was just kind of to the left or to the right of, of DD. Um, and I don't know, just had me wondering if Ange Anderson saves that, you know? Uh Oh, is that the Ange Anderson hype train I hear? Yeah, for sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a train I hear? Um, <laughs> I, hey, hey, I, uh, I think there's a big conversation to have about Didi at the end of the season for sure. To be, yeah, you know, to that point, um, I, I think that is a position we should look at and see if there's ways to upgrade it within the roster or cheaply other ways. Um, um, well, answer to, to the point you made earlier of it feeling kind of like a chill, um, lighthearted W. Like it, it does, except for then when you look at Didi's performance and it's still very stressy and it's still very kind of like, I mean, she plays, she did that one touch and everything. So, yeah, it's just when she gets the ball on her feet, I just get worried as shit. I like, know. Yeah. There's that play where the defender was coming close and she like kind of took that touch to the right and it was just like, oh, early on, early on, like yeah. the first minute. Yeah. She like tried to cross somebody and like, yeah, got Didi. tackled out of bounds. Um, there was also so, another play. Like, I don't know if you had, I had a coach growing up who always told us to like keep the ball moving and like don't mm-hmm. just like, don't ever just like stop the ball. Yeah. You and don't put like, your foot on top of the ball. That is, absolutely her move every time the ball goes back to her you know she like wants to stop put her foot on it um i forget what minute this was i know it was in the first half but yeah it was kind of you know we're rotating the ball around the back it goes to Didi. of course she stops it puts her foot on it looks up waits looks up again Plays the ball to a defender who's like now completely under, now pressure. under pressure, and and you know, and it's just like it's like, dude, it's kind of a black hole when it when it when it goes back to her like that. It's like it's got to be faster. Like why are, why are we putting our foot on the ball? And you know, if like don't just play the defender into trouble and have them kind of make a frantic pass that goes to a midfielder who's like frantically trying to get it under control. Like nothing's under control yeah. at that point. 
But I don't and then you just you, kick it long. <laughs> just kick <laughs> it know? long. Yeah. Just kick it long. So, no, I, I totally agree. Um, and it's like, if we weren't undefeated on an undefeated streak, I kind of would be banging the drum to give Ange Anderson the end of the season just to show what she's got, you know? Yeah. But at the same yeah. time right now, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> at the same time, the way DD plays could screw us on the last game of the season when we need yeah. a result. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's the concern about the way DD plays for me. Is like it's fine until there's that game she fucks us over. Right. It's with this this style of goalkeeper that is just not great on the ball but still tries to do stuff. Right. She's not the only goalkeeper that does this. Like we know this kind of goalkeeper. We all grew yeah. up with this kind of goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not at all yeah. trying to say she's unique in that way, but uh, yeah. but that's like that's my concern with the way she plays. Intimate knowledge of these goalkeepers. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, great defending. And then I guess my like maybe maybe one of my my final points is like again uh, just how good Becky's been and how good she is in the presser. I I just love mm -hmm. hearing like adjectives and verbs about like you're getting like nastiness fight scrappy like all these kind of like you know more more negative kind of like more violent type of like words or whatever but it's just like you can see that play out in the toughness of the team yeah. and that like we have an edge to us where we're you're ready to, to actually really fight, work to score you know? you're gonna have to really work to score against us especially if we're defending well yeah um and like she used all five subs yeah, she used she's, all five her subs. Her first sub that. was in the 60th that. minute. We're up and she's making a sub, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like that. That is that is on the front foot. That's not yeah. reaction. Staying ahead of the game. Yeah. And yeah. that was endo for Thompson. I mean, that's a, yeah. big, that's a big time sub to, totally. to make that call. But dude, totally. why have endo rot on the fucking bench? Bring yeah. her in, you know? Let Especially her when run she's hot. too. She's coming off of a good World Cup. She's feeling yeah. it. Um. Yeah, and like totally. you want her to stay in form. It's like regardless yeah. of like. Obviously, we want Alyssa to be playing as much as possible as well too. Um. So you know we do have to kind of, you know, mend that bridge or whatever. But it's like sixty it's still thirty not, is the right split for minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a good thing. Like it's going to help save Alyssa Thompson and give keep Endo fresh. You know, give so her, give her enough to get an actual run. Like ten yeah, exactly. fifteen isn't enough. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think that's actually a really good call. That specific sub. Um, yeah, that's and a, Katie Katie Johnson for Lebahan. I love that yeah. sub too. It's kind of like for like. It's very similar type of yeah. players. <laughs> like it's like a get... fresh. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah, I I was saying what you were saying. Yeah, it's you're getting fresh legs and and a very similar hold up number nine um, with veteran experience, winning experience. You know. Um, I, I do still get a little... I mean, I love Jasmine Spencer. I get a little bit nervous about her in the back, but, you know, it's going to be fresh yeah. legs and talk about a veteran. She's obviously that. Mm -hmm. um, and, mm -hmm. yeah, and when it came time to make the critical tackle of, to save the game, she absolutely did it, and the place went crazy. You know, like, I that think, was a great yeah. memory of seeing her up close. We were on that side. We had moved and um, shuffled some seats around, and we were really close to it. And like that tackle had a crunch and like a base to it. Good. Like it hit the sub, you know. Good. She uh, led the team in interceptions. Um, wow. With only how 20 many minutes? minutes? Like 20, yeah. 30 minutes, you know. 20, 30 minutes, and she led the team with interceptions. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's another player that just should be on the field, you know, or mm -hmm. what, like, and, and yeah, you got to have a coach who's willing to, 
who's not afraid to make some subs. And I think, you know, that's one of the better things that in this nine game unbeaten streak uh, yeah. that Becky's been doing is, is has a really good sense of what people can bring to the field and provide. Um, and yeah, I mean, she's obviously got a good hold on this roster, right? I mean, like she, she gets the these players with this being like the, the way we're going, the longer the game goes, like the worse off it is for the other team now. Because it they used know to be the opposite. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now they know we're getting fresh legs and it's not a drop off. And depending who started, it might even be an upgrade. Right. So yeah. I mean, it might be Alyssa Thompson coming coming on the field like in the second <laughs> half. You know, you just spent 60 minutes trying to shut down June and now you got to shift over and like deal with Alyssa. Yeah. So it's it's great. Um, and it's cool that that we kind of have that going for us where the later the game goes in the back of the mind of our opponent, it's kind of nagging at him now. Yeah. Well, and keep, and keep in mind that, that Becky's doing this against Laura Harvey. Yeah, dude. Who's the coach for the rain that a lot of people think is like kind of the stand, the flag bearer mm-hmm. of, of like, you know, the talent in the NWSL um, totally. for women's coaches. So that's a statement win from, from yeah. Becky tweet. I mean, we had never in club history beaten this team with this coach. So, this brings up the like biggest win versus important win kind of conversation. Do you think this qualifies as either of those? No. You don't think so? No. But I think it's a great win, though. I think it's a great I, win. I, I, I might just argue don't... this might be one of our most important wins. It keeps yeah, I, the yeah. final five games important in a season that we all thought was lost. Yeah. So it's it's critical for sure. And like that in a weird way, almost saves the season because for all intents and purposes, we can't count the first half of the season at this point in time as like a part of this. With Becky, it's just entirely different. And so... First half is like a weird fever dream. Yeah, like we can really only look at this second half, right? And um, so I think think it's it's in conversation. Look, I mean, you're, you know, it's not going to take much, but I'll, I could be, I could be easily convinced here of, of this. Um, yeah, it's but just it's the a fact very that we're being able win. to say that I think is cool and great. Yeah, and we're debating, you know, how good this win was versus how devastating this loss was. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a and fun like, here's difference. the thing: we are firmly in the playoff race, but we still essentially need to win out. Yeah, we still have to win out. Yeah, um, I think we're like they said we're three points out of we're it three now. Three points out, but, but other teams his, could still win and keep us. And like historically, you need like thirty-three or thirty-four points to qualify. You've never qualified for the playoffs with less than that. Yeah, and so like to get there, we would need to win out or something. So now but, we got five games left. Five games. And I think we need to win four, and have other stuff happen. But we'll see. We gotta yeah. we gotta get closer for that other stuff to even matter. Yeah. But still, um, but again, you know, the Becky referendum, I'm still feeling like I would absolutely sign up for another year under her and would love to see what a whole year and a whole off season would look like under her. There'd be very few candidates I'd be excited about to go with besides her at this point. I, you kind it kind of has, to, and I'm not saying this is what's going to happen, but like, it would almost have to be like a Wegman or like, like, you know, one of the biggest names in coaching kind of a thing. Yeah, and even then, I'd still be looking at him with the side eye of just like, you ain't, you ain't Becky. <laughs> like the second that we lose, where's, like... Where's your nine-game win streak? 
Yeah, the second that we lose one or two, it's just kind of like sound the alarm, you know. I'd be yeah. like, never, <laughs> never forget, you know. Um, but no, I, I think at this point, <laughs> to say you wouldn't be happy with Becky would be a pretty, I would say, is like wrong. <laughs> 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 like she might not still be your favorite, but like, come on, there's no way she hasn't earned it from an objective viewpoint. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, because uh, she's done it. Like she has gotten Henri, but Henri hasn't played. So she's doing this with the same roster as the same first half of the season. Roster, like, dude. It's like, the same exact roster. Yeah, there's no fundamental changes to to this to the group of players on the field. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where the argument for being full time really stems from. Yeah. And we always had that hunch. We were like, this is a good roster. Yeah. This is a good roster. And that's totally. why the losses were so frustrating and so maddening. Totally. You know, you just felt like you know, the players weren't really motivated. The formation wasn't inspired. The subs never kind of felt like they did what they needed to do. And now it's all the same players. It's like a slightly different formation. It's a totally different mentality. Yeah. And, you know, they're reaching certain levels and kind of progressions. Like, you know, she mentioned in the presser, um, it might have been like the Reigns tactics to try to slow down McCaskill. Mm-hmm. And so they need to have not only a plan A, but a plan right. B and C. We're reaching like different levels of sophistication, like as a totally. soccer club at this point, where it's like, totally. oh, okay, we're going to move through almost like a quarterback going through progressions. Like, yeah. yeah. Like totally. if they want to take that away, then we do this. And she even pointed out that the Hammond pass is something that sprung right. Camberos as a way of kind of being like, we've talked about that being the thing we could do to avoid pressure if they're really trying to lock down like our center midfielders like that totally because that's the thing too yeah and that's it if you're going to lock down our center midfielders that means one of our wingers is going to be one-on-one and that's Camberos, thompson endo or emsley and all of them could probably beat you with speed yeah like i'll take all of them one-on-one with a defender right uh that's that's exactly it if that's our b if that's what we're that's how if we're checking down to that count me in yeah absolutely so I'm excited. What do we got next? What's uh? When's the next home game? Who's next? Bring them on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Come much. On, we'll though. do it. We'll play them right now. Exactly. Ooh, we're, we're away for the next two. Yeah, it is going to be a while until we're Ooh, at home. Current. That's a big one. Current Friday. This Friday, September first. That's a big one. This Friday, a big one. Five p.m. Mark your calendars. Um, and uh. And then we got Chicago Red Stars, another big one. Um, the next and week, then we're fighting all the people right around us. And then, and then Orlando we're hosting the next home game. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a crazy way to end, Damn. but like talk about a way to get some confidence going into yeah. some tough games to beat like, the best coach in the league. And, you know, Rapino's got all the celebs showing out, you know, and you know, it's not really for you <laughs> at your home, home stadium. But we, we came in and stole the, you know, we made the party yeah. about us. And we're, we're entering this stretch very confident, which is huge. Yeah. That's awesome. So man, yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday at five, let's go team. Let's go. Looking forward to it. See you guys out there. Um, you know, send us the messages. Let's, let's have chats and, uh, would love to hear from you. Um, yeah. And yeah, Volamos. Let's go, Angel City. Volamos.